Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 158. Thanks for listening, man. Love to do these. Love to bring uh, shine some light on some guys that are absolutely doing a great job out there. FXR Motocross and Off-Road Gear has become an industry standard among both amateur and pro ranks. With the ever-evolving gear lines that provide quality, durability, at the same time extreme comfort, it's no doubt why FXR is the number one choice for guys like Mike Brown, Chris Kiefer, Phil Nicoletti, and the man on the line as well. Head on over to FXRRacing.com, type in the code PULPAMX30 to get 30% off your next MX and Lifestyle purchase. Thanks, Thank you to FXR Racing. Race Tech Suspension as well. PULP21 is the code to save. Get your bike dialed in. Get your uh, suspension serviced. Get it modified for your weight and or speed. And use the code PULP21. Tell them you listen to PULP. They'll give you a, a discount and uh, get your bike working right, and it'll certainly uh, reward you for that. And thanks, of course, to Maxxis, Tires, Firepower, Namira, Pistons, and Roost MX, all on board with this as well. Let's dive into this. This man, uh, he may be a surprise to some of you, not to people who've watched the Nationals last year or watched Supercars this year. Uh, he's uh, maybe the fastest man from Delaware. It's uh, FXR Racing Chaparral Honda's Cody Shock. What's up, man? How are you? Uh, I got no complaints, Steve. We're good. Well, that's good. Are you the fastest man from Delaware? Uh, yes, sir. Do we have Who else do we have from Delaware? I don't even know. I I. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Congratulations on that. Yeah, it's uh that's that's pretty cool to um, say. Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, you're doing a good job. Right now you sit uh in in outdoors, you sit 14th, I believe in the uh, in the outdoor points. Uh, let me double check here. Uh 14th wow. in the outdoor points. Yeah. Um and, and Supercross was great coming off a ninth in there. Uh coming off Redbud Southwick this weekend. Cody Shock, how was the leap, man? How talk about that a little bit? Uh, that was the leap. Was the leap uh, every <laughs> year? Every year they change it. Yeah. So you, you you never know what you're gonna get. And I was telling everyone, you know, I was like, you know, I'm definitely gonna throw an offer for you. Like, be ready for the site lap. And then, yeah, second lap, the first practice, I was, I hit it wide open until the last like two feet. I went too fast, and I ended up knuckling it. Oh, really? I was like, oh, wow. I was like, oh, well, well, boys, today's uh, you got to give her everything you got. And I, I don't know how Roxon hit it from the inside line. Yeah, mad, mad props. That's what because... uh, Sexton and AC afterwards were saying. They were talking about Dylan, and they said, dude, Dylan was doing from the inside. And then so Dylan was on the Pulp Show Monday, and I said, man, some guys were talking about how impressive it was. You did it from the inside. He said, no, I just followed AP and Roxon. They did it from the inside first. <laughs> yeah. No, it was incredible. Like, I was on the very far outside line. I felt like I was going a lot B and back to get a run <laughs> And it, even in practice, in the first moto, I had it the majority of the time. It was everything I had, and then I had to, like, lift up some. And I was, like, wide open. And I was telling people, I was, like, in my head, I was, like, oh. You know, like, yeah. like everything you got. And then the second moto, I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, I did the sight lap oppo for the crowd. Uh -huh. That was hard. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm calling it. I'm not I'm not risking it. Because, in all honesty, not having, not being on a factory motor or anything, I knew that it wasn't really worth it to go all the way outside because yeah. it left the inside so open. Right. And... Uh, like the first moto, Hartraft and I were battling, and I would hit it, and he would go to the inside, and I wasn't gaining any time on him. So I was like, all right, second moto, I'm not doing it. But um, no, I mean, it's Red Bud. The fans are awesome. 
they stand by the leap for a reason. So I gave them the good old fender slap a few times, and they loved it. So now it, it's always a good time. So you uh, you can appreciate those guys doing it from the inside then. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a lot of balls. To be <laughs> Uh, that's funny that you would pull up. You gave it. A, so this is third, right? Is this third tapped? Yeah, yeah, it's third all the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's gotta be. I'm just a slow vet guy. I don't even like to jump, and I can't even imagine coming up to that face because I've ridden the track and just done double single, and yeah. I can't imagine just being like, "Here I go." <laughs> well, and and also like, I feel, I think I'm one of the lightest 450 guys in the field. Like I'm only 148 pounds, so like. I felt like me being light, I would be able to make it a lot easier yeah. than others. And yep. it, no, that didn't even help. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Well, listen, good Redbud. Really, really good. You had a good you. you had a good uh, races there last year. Something about Redbud for you, definitely. Yeah. No, I I don't know. I just I've always been a fan of the track. Uh the layout, the dirt, and obviously when the fans are there it just brings even more of a positive vibe to it. Mm -hmm. So, no, it's it's a good one. Um, You happy with your season so far outdoors? I mean, you had one crappy moto in Thunder Valley. Of course, the weekend I picked you in Pultmex Fantasy. But uh, that's all right. But generally, it's been a good series, right? Yeah, no, it's been really good. Um, I mean, knock on wood, everything's been pretty solid. Uh, I've had some good motos. My worst one, obviously, when you picked me, Mm -hmm. I got a flat rear. Yep. So that was unfortunate, but I'm doing pretty much as well as I I expected and I was hoping to do so. Um, I still know I got more in me. I just, I mean, everyone's working on themselves. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and like preach about any of that, but like I know I can I can be better mentally, uh, just making smarter choices during the race. So no, it's I mean we still got a lot of motos left and. We'll crack into that top 10. It's going to happen. I mean, I was literally right there. So, um, yeah, we'll just keep improving. I guess when I said last year at Redbud, I meant the year before. You didn't do them last year, did you? No, I did Redbud last year. Oh, you did do it last year. Okay. Yeah, it just right. I, I had a lot of issues, a lot of bike issues. <laughs> okay, maybe, that, the year, maybe I'm thinking the year before then, yeah. Yeah, the year before I went 15-16. Yeah. For the, that's when I got my first Privateer Power Award, I believe. Okay, yeah. I definitely have seen you done really do, do really well at Redbud. Uh, there's no doubt. So yeah. a little bit of debate going on in the Nationals uh, as far as the track prep goes. We got High Point and Lakewood that they were kind of expecting water or rain, I mean, and so they prepped it the way it was. And then Redbud was more like we've used to seeing, but not maybe not quite as much. Um how do you uh, which which way do you favor and what do you think of what's been going on a little bit with the track prep? Uh, I I kind of favor how they've been doing it honestly the past like three rounds. Okay. Um, let's like let's be honest. When they like rip it super deep and soak the crap out of it, it yeah. becomes a goat trail in practice, and it kind of screws up everybody because you ha- you destroy the bike before you even get to race the motos. Mm-hmm. Um. When you're going for a fast lap, you can't really get out of the way of others. And I feel like lately, with the, how the tracks have been prepped and developing, like the racing's really good. Like you can go inside, outside, or outside, inside. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't just like land and stay there until the next jump. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, I, I like this because 
I won't say the tracks are easier, but the tracks are developing into more of a race track and not just a track. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, slot car cross is hard, man, and it eventually, is. and like, it's funny to see some of the world's best riders with both legs out in a turn. Yeah, you know, you're just Absolutely. like, oh, okay, that's 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 great. That must be a lot of fun. Yeah, like especially when you watch like Ferrandez or Roxon. Like usually, their form is pretty spot on, even Sexton. And when yeah. their feet come off, you know it's a pretty crazy area. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm glad. I think they're going to keep doing it. I think Davey Coombs was listening to some of my post-race stuff with guys and listening to other people's feedback, and I think they're going to keep doing it that way. You know, I think so. it's smart, especially for the rounds coming up. Uh, like last year for Spring Creek, Spring Creek, they didn't really rip it that deep, and I felt like it was a really good racetrack. And and then you know we go to these other rounds. It's like super deep. It's like it's hard to find consistency. Yeah. But um, no, I, I I it's nice to see that everyone's kind of on board mm-hmm. and that we're going this direction. So yeah, yeah. I mean especially for Unadilla. Like let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It, that that place gets gnarly on its own, and when they prep it the way they have in the past. Sheesh, that's I just, all I gotta say. I know. I think they're scared of dust for TV because there was some dust second moto at Lakewood. It really was uh, a little bit, and I guess they're scared of dust for TV. But dude, who cares? It's not like it, it's not like it's gonna be a a cloud of dust. You're not gonna be able to see the riders. I mean, big deal, right? Yeah. Like, I, look, I don't know. Look at the prep back in like when RC was racing. Oh yeah, yeah. There was dust. Oh yeah. Like, it's okay. It's the great outdoors. Yeah. Like no. Just let let us drop the gate and let us race. That's when I was a mechanic, bro. Those days. Oh yeah. Um, thanks to the folks at Namira Pistons as well. But since 2001, Namira has been supplying factory level pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four, from weekend warriors to top athletes. Namira's advanced piston tech has increased engine performance reliability without increasing your budget. Follow them on Instagram or visit them online at namira.com to see the latest news and application updates. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life with Cody Shock. Um, Southwick, how, how's our sand skills? How do we feel? We're good. We're good? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I grew up in a sand pit, uh, so it, the sand comes more naturally to me. Um, Southwick is an animal on its own. So I've, I've, I mean, I've I felt like I've done pretty well there in the past. So 2019 was the last time we were there and I went 17, 14 on the day. Yep. So, I mean, I like that. I'm expe- That's yeah, solid. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm expecting to obviously do better than that. So I think, I mean, I never, honestly, I've never ridden this 21 Honda 450 in sand like that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting. But I believe that we have a pretty good base that it's we're not gonna have to worry worry about it. What do you mean interesting? Are you worried about the handling a little bit in sand? The way it's a little bit yeah. of a razor yeah, razor tight turning thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just curious on what it's gonna be like because you know we set up the suspension a certain way for all these other tracks, and you throw sand in there, it's like it's a little bit of a different animal. Yeah. Like, so, but uh, I I feel like we have a good base, and I mean. Whatever whatever it is, I'll ride my heart out and I'll give it all, my all for that thirty five minutes. It is so we're good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I know I asked you this question after the after the race at Redbud. So if I'm going to ask it to you again, just for people who didn't maybe didn't hear that and want to talk about uh, want to just hear this Privateer Island podcast. Um, your fitness, man. I don't I don't 
Like, I'm not saying you're, like, super gnarly fit. You could probably get better. But for whatever it is, you're pretty damn good. I feel like you charge hard all moto. I feel like by the end of the moto, you're making gains on whoever is in front of you. You may not get them, but you're catching them. Uh, and I just – you ride hard all moto. There's not very much to me from what I can see. There's not very much, like, coasting or, you know, your body language and turns or whatever. Like, I feel like you're in pretty good shape. Uh, how do you think about that? I can agree. Uh, I don't know why, but I mean, let's, we all suffer out there. Yeah. It's just, I feel like I'm willing to suffer just that much more. Um, Tony, my mechanic, Tony Archer. Yep. Yeah. Tony Archer. He, him and I have been working really hard on breathing and anytime that there's a little bit of rest, like in the air or something, yep. he just reminds me to like, take a deep breath and try to just be more efficient on the bike. So n- the way I'm riding right now, I'm definitely more energy efficient mm-hmm. than years prior. I used to really just dump the clutch and <laughs> pray for the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I feel like the way I ride now, I become more energy efficient. So I'm just able to have that much more with me at the end of the moto. Mm-hmm. I tend to set my fast lap times at the end of the moto. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, do you do you bicycle a lot though? Do you do a lot of stuff off the bike? Do you you know that kind of? I mean, like I bicycle, but it's nothing crazy. It's right. more as just a recovery ride. Yeah, yeah. It's just when we're at the practice track, like Tony really makes sure that my intensity stays up mm-hmm. the entire day, and we're all about consistency right now. And I mean, what we're doing is working for me. It may not work for everyone, but yeah. it works for me. Uh, Tony Archer, former pro racer, of course, your mechanic. You guys are tight. He's uh, He does a really good job over there with the team. Um, you guys are really, really bonded. That's cool, man. As a former mechanic, I kind of didn't – I didn't have that super tight bond with all my guys, but a few of them I did. And, uh, yeah, man, it's a really cool deal where you – it's you against the world, you know, you against the factory guys, and you love passing them and you love beating them. Uh, I've been there, and uh, it's kind of neat to see. Yeah, having Tony has been uh, a game changer for me. He pretty much he he's he knows what I'm capable of, and he's just been fine tuning me all year. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows that I have more in me, so I I'm just excited to keep going, see where we end up. But uh, Tony Tony and I we have a really good relationship. I looked up to Tony growing up because I'm like I'm from Delaware, he's from Maryland, mm-hmm. and Bud's Creek was his his spot. Yeah, so. All the local races that I went to, Tony was at, and I was that kid on the sideline cheering Tony on, throwing big whips. Like, that was <laughs> – I, I idolized Tony, and I still do to this day. And him and I are, I mean, best friends. Yeah. We live together. We train together. Everything together. So Right. No, that's no, awesome. I'm yeah. Very, very fortunate. That's cool. And, and hopefully if you go on and you ride for anybody else or whatever, you can bring them with you, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. That'd be that'd be a dream come true. Uh, thanks to the folks at Firepower, they got oil now. Uh, they got oil made by the ground, late made, built from the ground up by leading OEM manufacturers, the highest quality. They got chains, of course. Uh, a lot of privateers are using the chains. They got batteries as well, Featherlite lithium batteries. Uh, FirepowerParts.com. Uh, go to your local shop. You'll you'll love the prices and you'll love the quality of FirepowerParts.com. A Ray, Cade Clayson, the GDR Honda guys. Uh, you name it, they uh, run Firepower Parts out there. Ben LeMay, big Firepower guy as well. So thanks to them for coming on board 
the uh, the podcast on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Um, so I know you rode four fifties last year, uh, and it, from what I understood from talking to Michael and Michael Lindsay, of course, a little bit of like, hey, like two of these are expensive to maintain. We don't have a lot of parts, and blah blah blah. Uh, you're back on a 450. Your teammate Mumford, who I'll talk about in a second, is on a 250. Um, is that kind of the reason why, or do you feel you do better in 450s and you ride one better? Um, why the 450 outdoors and 250 indoors? Uh, I'm like the whole cost. That that is very true. Yep. Um, it it does cost a lot to run two 250s and. I mean, if you think about it, for how spread out our season is right now, we have more time. Like, usually we don't practice this much during the week. Mm-hmm. And with them extending the series and us giving us more breaks, that's more time on the bike and more, you know, more hours on the motor. And yeah. it just costs more. So, yes, we I decided to do 450 because it was going to be cheaper. But also, like, I... I've just been a 450 guy since like 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, it just comes to me more naturally. But I know, like, if I were to do 250s, I would do just fine. Uh, it just might take me a little getting used to. But with Tony, like, he would he would put me in the shape real quick for it. Right, right. Um, so, and what about 450 Supercross for you? Uh, is that something you would done do? Or I mean, I know you want to get a ride and more rides in 250s and 450s maybe that's that's the reason why to stay down yeah no absolutely i mean uh so when i first moved out to california i was gonna do 450 supercross Mm -hmm. and i actually was adapting to supercross way easier on a 450 than 250 because the power is just always there um but from how far i've come if I were to answer that right now, I'd say I don't know. I mean, 450 would be cool yeah. to ride because you hit some bigger rhythms, and I'm all about that. But, I mean, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that, I, That's a tough one. I see both sides of it. Uh, better purse money in 450s. Uh, maybe Absolutely. you know, Maybe a little bit uh, easier of a time, but 250 guys want to chop your leg off and break your tib-fib every corner. Uh, factory equipment is a big advantage, less money. But there's more rides to catch people's eyes if you're in 250 class. So yeah, man, I see, I see both sides of it. Yeah, that that's a that stumped me. I'm not gonna lie. That's a good one. <laughs> well, good. That's what we do. Are you going back and forth to Cali every week? Is that the plan? Yes. Okay. So you're not gonna move east at any time. No. No. Nope. So what's it like just riding GH, just getting hammered at GH and and wherever else you can go? To be honest, we I haven't even been the GH oh. in pro- and probably probably since before the Fox National. Why? What where have you been riding? Uh state fair on Mondays and then Tuesdays we go to Fox or we'll do a program, we'll go Fox Tuesday, Lake Elsinore on Wednesday. What and about GH like, and the bumps and everything? Isn't that where you guys need to go? I mean I mean <laughs> Yeah, could yeah, but uh, I'm just asking. I, I don't know. I thought GH because it got so rough, and I mean, yes, you got you got to dodge quads in 60s. Maybe that's that's a drawback, but yeah, that is that. Yeah, that California is on another level with that stuff, right? Isn't it nuts? You you go anywhere else and it's flagged, and it's and it's and it's bra- broken up, but not Cali, yeah. not Cali. We, like uh, before the outdoor series started, 
I was fortunate enough to get in with Honda uh-huh. on their private ride days on okay. the tracks where like PC, Star, KTM, Husky, like they would all pitch in to rent the track out for a day. So it was just literally pros. Yeah. And we did that so much. I was like, man, this is awesome. And then when they all headed back east, I was like, oh, shoot, we're we're back at the public track yeah. like, with everybody. And it's, oh. it's, def- it's definitely, it gets hectic. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so I knew of two days that were done with other rentals. Were there more than two? Uh, yes. Okay, nice. Yeah, that was one of my one of my rants uh, on the uh, on the show one time. I'm just like, there's multi-million, like, it costs like 1200 bucks to rent a track. Like, it ain't much. Yeah. And, no. and you could pitch in two, $300 for four teams and have this groomed private track or not groomed if you want it that way, whatever it is, and not have to worry about injuring your multi-million dollar athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you definitely know there's more than six teams out there. Yeah. And I know. It's bizarre. Two hundred bucks a team, that's oh, no brainer. Like, I, come on. I know. We used to our lunch after Chad Reed won at Yamaha, we would get pizza and that was more than two hundred dollars just to yeah, for Chad Reed's pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It is the weirdest thing ever. But uh, Cody Shock on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. FXR had some cool uh you know, Fourth of July stuff for you. That looked pretty good. Oh yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah, yeah, looks looks big sweet. Fan. Like like all year we've been running red, white, and blue. Uh huh. Like that's that's like our theme. Yep. But the the red bud set of gear, I was like, this is sick because like when for uh, my number on the back of the jersey, they had it in like American flag, and I was like, that is just that's so cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, that is uh, that is pretty awesome. I mean, Kiefer's FXR now, so he's he's FXR guy. He likes your big stuff. FXR guy. Big FXR guy, and so he he's he's stoked. He he was very happy with your stuff. He sent me a screenshot of, in practice or something. Very excited. What's well, so. funny? I see uh, when uh, Aiden was still on the Honda before yeah. he switched to KTM. Yeah. When they would go ride, I'd see photos of them, and I'm like, wait, is that me? Like when you can't see any numbers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're such a similar kid. Yeah. I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right about that. Uh, we had Mumford on the show on Monday. I like Mumphy. He's a good dude. Carson Mumford, your teammate. Um, Redbud was crappy for him, but generally I feel like he's been riding pretty well. Maybe he doesn't have the results to show it, but he's been passing a hell of a lot of dudes coming from the back. Uh, what's he like as a teammate? He's awesome. Him and I click really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, at first, you know, we were kind of quiet towards each other because it's just new. Yep. But after we've been going to the races more and more, we find out that we're pretty much like a sim- – we're, we're almost the same person. <laughs> Is that good <laughs> so, or bad? I don't know. Oh, it's, it's good. It's always yeah. a good time. It's never a dull moment between right. us. And, right. like, we keep the the mood pretty light in the semi. We always jam the music. And, no, he's he's a really good dude. He only lives, like, 15 minutes from me. So oh, sometimes, nice. like, yeah. sometimes during the week, like, we'll just hang out, go get dinner or something. But, oh, cool. No, it, it's it's not a normal teammate like uh, relationship. Like right. we actually hang out, always have a good time with each other. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. No, that, yeah, he's he's cool. So Supercross for you, uh, ninth place, two fifty class, of course, uh, on the on the west side. Good, good, good showing. Uh, stoked. You got to be happy with that. Uh, you were definitely, you know, uh, Peters got you a little bit um, as far as like the first non-factory dude. I guess Marchbanks was in the mix too, but um, yeah. But but it was a good series for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I I just tried learning from them all year because 
this was my first full swing at Supercross. Like actually having yep. an off season prep yep. and going to every Supercross race. Like Cause you, you broke your wrist one year before the one year started, right? And then yep, I broke yeah, I broke both wrists before A one of yep. twenty twenty. Okay. And yeah, I just was never really fully like prepared. Mm-hmm. And obviously obviously it showed in Salt Lake. Like but I mean, I make fun of myself. Like that's it, it was funny. We I get it. We were we weren't laughing at you, but you would be balls fast, then you, would, then you would crash in the whoops or suck yeah. in the whoops, and then balls fast again, and we're just like, look, and you pull starts. We're like, look at shock, man. He's he's almost eating. He's almost dying every lap. So yeah, yeah. Though we worked hard. Yeah. Well, that's what we that. were saying to Mumphy on Monday. We're like, dude, Cody's shock has really improved. Yeah. No, I mean, even even riding with Carson, like yep. Carson has a lot of natural talent, mm-hmm. and there there was. I was never faster than him at the practice track. Like maybe for one lap, I'd be like a tenth faster. Yep. But then he he would like go out and beat it by another tenth. And Carson Carson is just good. Yeah. Um. And I I learned from him because he was just I was always kind of riding a little stiff, and he just has that loose flow to it, kind of like an Anderson. Uh huh. At and. No, I mean, I just, I'm a very, I'm a very visual person. So I, I kind of pick up on what everyone does, but, uh, no, it's, I definitely excelled during Supercross this year. Yeah. Start, starts helped. I mean, whoops helped. Um, qualifying could have been better, but I mean, Hey, like we'll get there. It's, it takes time. Yeah. Uh, did you, um, did you mind the format of three, three Dallas's, three Atlanta's and so on? Were you okay with that? I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I, I honestly wish that we would continue to do that because it's 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 cheaper, like mm-hmm. for flights. Like, dude this for Southwick this weekend, my flight was like almost seven hundred dollars. Oh and I, same I know. Th- same thing with Millville. It was like another seven hundred dollars. Dude, don't even like, don't even look at Mill at Unadilla then because I just looked at Unadilla to get to go there. It was twelve hundred dollars for me to go to Unadilla. God to Syracuse. And that's that's insane. And like, <laughs> and like with the Supercross formats, like this this year, it was awesome because okay, you would you would fly for maybe four hundred bucks, and then you're there for three races, so you're saving yeah eight hundred dollars. Did you mind not riding during the week, or were you able to get out? No, I, I didn't. I didn't ever ride during the week. Right. Um. No, I didn't mind it. I right. mean, you kind of just. You race, you race all day, then you have two days to recover or three days or whatever, mm-hmm. and you do it again. Right, right. Um, Cody Shock here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. What do you need to get better at? What What do you want to work on? Uh, I've been lacking on my starts a little bit, mm-hmm. but I we we found something this week that I should be good now. Nice. I got my confidence back. Yeah. Um, I need to work on keeping my intensity like keep a more of a more intensity in the opening laps uh during the motos because they kind of like scat away and then you know 15 when we get 15 to 20 minutes in i start reeling them back in because mm-hmm. i keep yep. that same pace the whole time right so just try to keep the intensity up more and recover a little bit more uh be smarter um I feel like I have some decent line choices, but sometimes I'll make a a line. A, I'll change my lines too late, and 
I mean, that's loss of time. And yeah, I mean, starts being mentally better and just trying to get my intensity up more. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's nothing crazy, but enough that that's what it takes to get inside that top 10. Right. Are you, uh, look, you, you, you've done this before, so it's not like it's totally new to you, but I mean, you're going out there and guys like Bogle and Anstey and Dino and Savachi's been around you at times, you know, they all make more money. They all got some championships, that kind of stuff. Do you, are you okay with that? Are you still fighting some of that as a kid from Delaware and you're looking at the, the back of the jerseys and you know, or are you, are you good? Uh, my opinion, I'm good because I, I know I can't kind of came out of nowhere and people are like, right. who are you? Yes, but I'm that, like, that was me. That was me, by the way, yeah. And that, 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 all respect. Like, you, you have every right to think that. But it's me personally. I I know where I belong. Mm-hmm. And it's just now starting to finally happen. Okay. So, yeah, you're you're okay then. You're just like, screw you. I'm going to get by you. I'm faster. Get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, if you're just a number to me. Right. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's the right attitude for sure. Sometimes it's tough to do, but uh, that is the right attitude. There's no doubt. The best, one of the best things Tony has ever told me was, uh, everybody out there has a blank, blank jersey. They're just another rider. Yeah, yeah, and that that's true. Right. So speaking on that a little bit, are you are you getting more comfy getting uh, some fans coming up to you and talking to you, or the media? You're doing more media stuff, I'm sure. Uh, we've done one of these a couple of years ago to kind of get your backstory and stuff. And yeah, you really, you know, you kind of were a late bloomer. And, and, and so maybe people didn't really know too much about you. Are you getting uh, a little more attention and getting used to that? Uh, I'm getting a little bit more attention, but I was never not used to it. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm kind of quiet, but I'm willing to talk to anyone. So I, I don't know. It's nothing really new to me, but I, I appreciate all like the love and support that I get from people because they they get it. Like for what we do, not many people get to make it happen. Yeah. So for me to be in this position right now, like I'm really thankful. So right. Are no, you, it's good. Are you making some money? Are you doing all right that way? I mean, I imagine you. You know, obviously Michael Lindsay has to watch the money, and it's a it's a privateer team and everything, but. You know, um, you got Honda Contingency, you got some bonuses, I'm sure. So how's that going for you? Uh, it's been all right. It it's can always be not, more. I mean, let's not be, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I'm I'm not really making that much. Right. This uh, this year's kind of just, it's kind of like a, an internship. Sure. You know, kind of go in there, show what you can do, and then next year it's a different story. So. Mm-hmm. Now, my financially, like I could definitely be better, but I mean, I'm making it work, and yeah. it's 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 just all temporary. Nice, nice, yeah. Uh, thanks to the folks at Roost MX, by the way, 48 hour turnaround. Pulp Nation code saves you money with Roost MX. Chris and Christina down there help out the Cycle Trader team for years, and they do the Troll Train team as well now. And hats, T-shirt, backpack, sticker kits, and more. They got a whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Use the code uh, Pulp Nation to save 20. percent uh, Follow them on Instagram at Roost MX, and if you have a Cobra. Oh, you, 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 your kid has a Cobra. They make all the Cobra merch for those guys as well. So they do a good job with that. Uh, check them out. Uh, RoostMX.net, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life Podcast. Uh, so, Cody, it goes without saying that the national that you are looking forward to the most is probably Bud's Creek. Yeah. I, I yeah, bet, right? That, yeah. That's 
two and a half hours from home. So that's the most, uh, that's the closest national to my house. Do you, did you grow up riding there a lot? Uh, decent amount. Yeah. 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 So like, I don't know Jonathan had ride days, right? And, and race day, like races and yeah. stuff. So you can kind of get, kind of know the way the land a little bit. Yeah. And it, shoot, if I need any tips, huh? Tony has spent more laps there than anybody <laughs> that you know. No, 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 no. There's no way he's got more than the late Kevin Crine or Welch, Tom Welch. I'm telling you. Come on. He, I, I'm telling you. He was riding there before he was even a public track. <laughs> well, that is a long time ago, yeah. So maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, if anything... He's up there in the stats. Okay. Do, do you do you know who Welch is, Tom Welch is, or Kevin Cryan? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if those na- names were, were totally yeah, foreign had, to you. Uh, actually, I think it was like three weeks ago. They actually had a – or no, not three weeks ago. That was, that was another race. But uh, there's a series called Mama. Mm-hmm. It's like our local series. They actually hold a Kevin Cryan memorial race oh. every year for him nice yep. oh that's awesome he was a good dude man he was awesome uh i knew him pretty well and uh just privateer stuff you know but uh yeah he was great he was a really really cool guy so yeah yeah and then um tom welsh his son is actually i think still down at club mx oh wow i didn't god I'm getting old i'm getting old yeah, tom welch's he, kid is racing <laughs> yeah yeah he uh he's on 250s i believe now okay yeah um Hey, you're you're uh, you're battling with Freddie for like top privateer dude right now. I don't know if you care, if you notice that, but old fast Freddie. Yeah, I mean, he may be a privateer, but dude, he's had some rides in his past. Oh, he has. Oh, he has. And I'm like, to be able to say that I'm battling with Freddie Norn, like, shoot, that's. That's pretty serious. <laughs> Good old Fast Freddy. Yeah, absolutely, man. He's just solid, right? Like, he's not real flashy, but there he is. Uh, he, yeah. he puts in the work. Yeah. He puts in the work. And yeah. he's willing. He will fight to the very end. Oh, uh, that's funny. That's good. To, yeah. I mean, that's how you do it, right? I mean, you're, you're the same way a little bit, so that's, that's oh, what yeah. you got to do. We actually had a crazy second moto battle at High Point. Okay. And where literally, I'm not kidding you, Steve. We went by the mechanics area, and there's an inside roller. Mm-hmm. Well, Freddie decided that he didn't want me to come on the inside, so he jumped the inside roller with me. Steve, he literally jumped over my head. <laughs> it, was one, it, was, it was literally like we crossed. It was one of those things where I was on the inside, and I jumped out, and he jumped across to the inside, and I went under him. <laughs> and I missed his rear wheel by inches. And we went to the next turn, and I was like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Freddie gets a little loose. Freddie's not. Oh, Freddie does get loose, but you yeah. know what? You got to respect it. Oh yeah, no, we have. all have our moments. <laughs> we all do. Yeah, that's a good point, right? Uh, hey, talk about your broken wrist and stuff. How how, how does that feel? How how does it? Uh, uh, you have any lingering effects from that? Those, that's a pretty serious one. I uh, I don't really have. I don't. It depends. Some the past two years, I. Preparing for outdoors, my hands will go numb, like in the beginning of like boot camp, I guess you would say. And then once we get to racing, like the the numbness goes away. I uh, I don't know what it's caused from, but besides that, I'm good. I don't really have any yeah. any other effects. Oh, good. Yeah. 
Uh, Michael Lindsay, of course, a buddy of mine. Uh, he owns. He's a team owner. How's he been? Uh, has he been all right? Or has he been stressed out? Uh, you know, putting up for trying to do a race team with like fourteen hats on. How, how's how's he been? Oh, he's he's stressed out, but he's 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 doing good. He's trying. He's um, trying his best. <laughs> oh yeah, he he's chugging along. He's a big uh, semi driver now. I heard. I heard. <laughs> and okay, so I'm gonna put him out there. So Tony, the other week. We were all talking about ML driving, and like ML was like, "Hey, like I was trying to wave these people on, but they couldn't see my arm because like, I got like short, stubby arms." And we're and like that's a thing because I always call ML T Rex. Okay. And, <laughs> because he was trying to get something out of the bed of a of a truck, yeah. and he couldn't reach it. It was so funny. I was like, "Come on, T Rex." T Rex. Well, now the joke is when he gets on the you know the the semis have like their radios. Yeah. We're like. Yep, this is Baby Rex calling in, and we're like, so Baby Rex is his new name. For Baby, us. Uh, if I see him, that will I will stick with that. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that that'll work. Baby Rex. Tony um, came up with that, and it just stuck. Oh man, uh, yeah, it's a tight crew there. Pedro, of course, is Mumford's guy, and Tony's your guy, and yeah, like that's it, right? There's five of you guys, and uh, hopefully, yeah. you're not trying to kill each other at this point. No, no, we just we go, we do what we gotta do, and we roll out, right. and then we see see each other on the following Monday or Tuesday at the practice track. Like it's, oh, it's good. there's never, yeah, no, it definitely is. Yeah. It gets a little bit like, you know, when you get like that in your privateer team, it's a little bit of like, Hey, let's show everybody, man. Let's show what we got, you know? Yeah. Like let's show that we're well in the fight and that we deserve to be here. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. I, I, I like the attitude. Uh, Cody shock on the FXR racing race, tech suspension, privateer island life. Uh, thanks to the folks at Max's tires, by the way, a Ray and Rod Bell, Rod Bell's turning it around. Rod Bell's turning around. It was a rough supercross for Rod Bell, but he is coming back on, had his best national using Max's tires. So hopefully you keep it up. And A Ray's a lost cause. But A Ray is using Max's tires. But we A Ray's a disaster. So Hey, Team Sketch. Team, team sketch. sketch. Did you get any merch? <laughs> no. No. And I mean, I'm a great neighbor. Because he only lives six houses up from me. Oh, okay. I'm a great neighbor. We we both invested into a, a pool in our in my backyard. Okay. Or our backyard, I yeah, should say. Yeah. And may, maybe maybe one day I'll I'll get some sketchy merch. Oh <laughs> man, that would be great. So him and Kenny Taco Bell, like, are they having all night ragers, or is it pretty quiet down there? Uh, it depends on the situation. Okay, because I accu- I accused him. Uh, I said, look, I love Kenny Taco Bell. But I'm like, hey, Ray, is he dragging you down? Because, you know, you, 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 things are going side. And he's like, no, 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 Kenny Kenny helps me out. Kenny's a man. And I'm like, okay, good. Just check. No, honestly, Kenny is another father figure. <laughs> okay. <Ray>. okay. <laughs> and even to me, Bell sometimes is like, yeah, like, come on. What are you doing? Right. Like, don't be doing this. Do this. I'm like, okay. Thanks, Bell. Okay. But, no, it, it's pretty quiet up at his house. You know, every once in a while, you get – he he likes to have a good time. Yeah, that, that's okay. I mean, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah, but nah, he 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 knows that A Ray's putting in work and what A Ray has to do, so he he respects that. All right, I'm just checking because yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with those two guys. And A Ray A Ray's results have been bad, bike issues <laughs> and just ride, shitty riding. It's just, you know he can do better. I'm not hey, telling. I'm I, look. He he can score points. Is all I've been telling him. Like, dude, you should be in the points. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. not twelfth or whatever, but you should be in the points. Hey, have you have you seen the guy on TikTok that's an A Ray super fan? No, no, uh, he's got one. Yes, he makes he always talks about A Ray and the way he says A Ray. He's like A Ray, 
out here putting it work. Hey, right. (laughs) I'm not on TikTok, but maybe I should sign up just to see this guy. That just honestly, just hit up A Ray and be like, yo, I hear you got a super fan. Let me see the videos. Does does this guy have (laughs) sketch merch? Probably. Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, he has to. He has to. (laughs) Probably has a full kit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. He's got O'Neill. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Oh, yeah. well, thanks for coming on, Cody. I really appreciate it on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Uh, the fastest rider from Delaware that we know of, that we, th- we think we are, uh, and coming into Southwick. Good outdoor season, man. Keep it up. It's really, really cool to watch you. And, uh, and thanks for the time on the podcast, dude. No, thank you, uh, honestly, for having me on. It's, it's an honor. I appreciate all the support from you. So now we'll keep it going. Awesome. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you.